up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 54 of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. And today we are kicking off a new five-part series called Business Basics. So it's directly related to marketing, but not specifically marketing topics this week. But we're diving into some business basics. I work with a lot of new entrepreneurs, first-time business owners, I myself, I'm a new entrepreneur and a first-time business owner, and there are some things I have learned that I would like to share with you. So the topic today is scheduling, and it's not necessarily scheduling like content scheduling or, or marketing planning, but more so in the grand scheme of things of how to transition if you were in a full-time job before or even a part-time job working for someone else and now you're in charge of your own schedule. What does that look like? Um, This could also be scheduling for moms. I know a lot of you out there listening are moms and you've got kids at home, um, maybe some e-learning happening or maybe, you know, Lots of, if they're going back and forth from e-learning or in person, I know we have a five-year-old and she will be attending um, a a much smaller and socially distanced as best as five-year-olds can. Um, My stepdaughter, not not my child, by the way, but kind of like my child, um, class. So anyway, so we we are dealing with the scheduling transitions right now too. I know it's going to be let's just call it a transition phase um, for maybe the next month or so as we all settle into our new schedule. So I thought this was a great time to talk about scheduling within your business. And before we dive into the exercise today, I just wanted to say, like, talk about some things to keep in mind. Um, One of the hardest things I found about transitioning out of my full-time job, my nine to five, was that I didn't know what hours of the day to work anymore. Um, You know, one of my least favorite things was getting the Sunday scaries and like, you know, knowing that you have to get up and go to work the next day. And if you work at a in a job or at a job or for a person, you know, that you're not thrilled about um, and you go to bed with anxiety on Sunday, once you transition out of that environment, it can be hard to transition out mentally out of that environment as well. And that's where I landed. So what I decided to do in my business was to not take any client appointments on Monday mornings. Um, That's changed a little bit now, of course, with our (laughs) as schedules do. But right away, I didn't put any pressure on myself to like show up for clients on Monday mornings. And then another thing I do quite regularly is uh, take Friday afternoons off. When you work in a nine to five structured setting with very little flexibility, which I did at the time I started my business, I always thought like, oh my God, it's three o'clock. I'm not going to be productive after three o'clock on Friday. I'm ready to just go. And 
Now I can do that and it's amazing. And so the first thing I want you to kind of get comfortable with or sit with as we talk about scheduling is that you are in charge of your schedule now. You get to create a schedule that works for you within your business and it doesn't have to look like or work for anybody else but you, unless you have employees, of course. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna go through some exercises that will help you get to that place of kind of owning your new schedule, creating and owning your new schedule. Um, something else I want you to keep in mind is that what if you had all the time you needed to create the business you want to create? That's like a really far out topic, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard for me to grasp this. It's something I work on in life coaching is that, you know, what if it's like the thought that I do have enough time to do what I need to do. I can run my business and right now we're moving. I can run my business. I can work on the house. I can move. I can spend time with family. I can do all of those things. But it comes down to the scheduling and to the planning and then most importantly to sticking to those plans. So what? just let that thought resonate. So you have enough time to accomplish all that you want to in this lifetime, in your day, in your hour. I am coming down to like the last 30 minutes of my workday and I, I still have my to-do list right here and I'm working through it just like my calendar is telling me to because I planned it earlier. So um, you have enough time to accomplish what you want to in any given day. Now, this is assuming, of course, no, this is like, so a common excuse that comes up that I used to use too, like I felt I needed to go all in and completely quit my job to start my business. And then what I realized was that there was a middle ground there. So I transitioned from working full-time for this company to then becoming my first client and only working two days a week. So essentially I was part-time and I did that for, I don't know, a year maybe. I can't even remember how long I did that before I got out of that. And so there are, there are phases to this as well. So just Take this scheduling based on wherever you are right now. Um, and then the last thought I want, a couple couple last final thoughts before we get into the exercise. So you get to decide when and where to spend your time. Even if you work for someone else right now, you work for a company, you work part-time, you work full-time, whatever the case may be, you still get to decide when and where you're going to spend your time. So you're choosing to work or you're choosing you know, not to work, you're choosing to quit your job, you've chosen to start your own business in whatever, wherever you are right now. Um, so just kind of letting ourselves, our minds go there and understanding and accepting that we get to choose how to spend our time and it's not something that's decided for us. So you may feel like you're stuck in this job for whatever reason, you're trapped, but there's always another option, right? And it's just a matter of being able to see that. Maybe that option is not 
realistic for you right now. Maybe you've got to keep this job to keep the lights on the table. So then it's a matter or lights on the table to keep food on the table and the lights on. So it's a matter of then saying like, okay, where can we find an hour in your day to spend time on the business, right? We're just working with whatever the our current constraints are. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm not telling you in order to start a business, you need to decrease the hours at which you're currently working, um, but you just have to figure it out in your current schedule. And then lastly, uh, something I I still struggle with coming from, you know, I see it with my parents. I think a lot of it is a generational thing, but in large part, it's an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, And that is that your value is not directly tied to the number of hours you spend working on your business. Your value as a person and a business owner is not tied to that number of hours you spend working, nor is the value you deliver to your clients. And you will soon figure that out. Um, People, and what we're going to talk about in a little bit is about streamlining and batching and how to make the most of the time available. That's why scheduling is so important and getting that schedule on your calendar is so important because it helps you just make the most of the time available and find time where, you know, maybe I know we like to at the very end of the night, like watch an episode or two on Netflix. And so there's a couple, an hour of time, right? I'm not productive in the evenings. I have my most productive time in the mornings. So for me, it's about getting up a little bit earlier before the family, especially when we were sheltering in place and we had the five-year-old and I was on, you know, 50 per, you know, full-time care duty when she was with us. And then we were also helping out, um, more than that. And so it's just like, I, I learned if my business was going to survive in this pandemic, I was going to have to get up two hours earlier than I normally was and to get work done that way. And honestly, that was a game changer for, for me, for my mood, for our household, because I need that time to focus. And at the time I needed time to work on my business. And so having that dedicated schedule that I could stick to and everyone knew like, okay, by 7.30, I would turn the computer off and kind of go into um, 7.30 or 8 was when we kind of had to switch roles and my fiance would get ready and go to work and then I'd take over the child stuff. And so um, we don't have her all the time. That's a 50% situation, but also her mom worked during the pandemic as well. And so we were just trying to figure it out for all of us. Um, All right, so scheduling, it's important. Make sure you do it. Make sure you make time to map out your schedule. You cannot run a business Okay, you can. You can run a business that's chaotic and disorganized, but it will be so much harder to serve your clients and to your full capacity. And it will be so much harder to scale your business and to grow your business. I see this happening. You know, you may launch a business and because of whatever it is or your talents, find that it has grown much quicker than you planned. And now, because you didn't have the proper pieces in place, you're kind of fumbling around trying to catch up to the growth of your business. So let's avoid that. So that's what this business basics is for. And that's why we're talking about scheduling. So the first exercise I want to get into is the it's thinking about your ideal day as a business owner. So grab a pen, 
grab a paper, however you're taking notes, and think about your ideal day as a business owner. What does it look like? Maybe you've never actually sat down and let yourself map this out before. I know I like to get up in the morning. I like to have my coffee, check some emails. Ideally, I like to meditate and journal and start my day off that way. And then kind of, and that's before anyone else has woken up in my house. And then I put that away and we do, you know, regular morning stuff like breakfast and making sure we can all get out the door and getting ready and all of that. Um, and then I get to work and I can kind of settle into my other tasks of the day. I also check my calendar and kind of map out my day every morning. Um, so think about your ideal day as a business owner and just, you know, write it down. Just super loosely jot that down. What does it look like from the moment you get up? What time are you getting up? What are you doing first thing? What's next? Maybe right now you're tired and so you are sleeping in a little bit more. I know this past week we've allowed ourselves to sleep in later than normal. Um, We are, my allergies get really bad this time of year, so I'm generally a little more sleepy. And then um, with the moving and the renovating of the house, we've just been, we've been busy and we've been working a lot, a lot of physical work um, in the house. So letting ourselves sleep more is something we've you know, it's part of the plan this week. Um, so then think about your ideal day as a business owner and map out your, and then map out your week based around your ideal day and your other obligations in your life. And I know for a lot of you listening, your family, family is super important for all of my clients. Um, it's, you know, something that we work into our schedules all the time. So, Map out your week based around your ideal day and your other commitments, obligations, your family, your friends, maybe you're more social, you know, people are, social lives still exist. Um, So really let yourself go there and just jot it out. What does that look like? Maybe your kid has sports on Wednesdays and practice on Tuesday and Thursday, like whatever it is, or maybe you have a standing, my my best friend and I used to have a standing lady date. So every Monday evening, I think it was at like five or six o'clock, we would meet at the Whole Foods in Virginia Beach and have a couple beers. And we'd stay there until her husband would say that dinner was ready and then she'd go home and that would be it. And so we, we never ate dinner. We usually got a snack. Um, and so that, that was just on my calendar. It was a standing friend, you know, we call it lady date, standing lady date. So put in your standing appointments. Um, Maybe you have life coaching, maybe you have therapy, you know, whatever your kids have, maybe, you know, visiting your parents or your grandparents. We like to do that on a weekly or bi-weekly basis as well. Um, Not bi-weekly, but you know what I mean, every other week. So think about your ideal day as a business owner and then map out your week based around your ideal workday and your existing commitments, obligations, and family. Then number two is to put your tasks on your calendar or in your planner with set deadlines. So when you look at your, when you, in step one, as you mapped out your ideal day, maybe you didn't get this specific, but now I want you to get specific and say like, okay, I'm going to wake up every morning and I know I'm the most creative in the morning. So I'm going to 
make earrings or, you know, or develop new candle scents first thing in the morning. And I want you to, at this point in your business, you should have a general idea of how long these types of tasks are going to take. So put that amount of time on your calendar. So also when you're, you're putting your schedule on your calendar or in your planner, however you track your time, um, make sure you're building in time for yourself. Make sure you're building in time for rest, time for play, time for creating and brainstorming. I had a client who had some unexpected downtime this summer, um, not in a bad way, just let go of some hobbies or other activities that she would have normally had had COVID not been around. Um, And so it was like kind of unexpected free time, you know, and what has come out of that has really been amazing to see because with this extra time she's had, she's taken the time to brainstorm a little more, spend time creating, thinking about our business. Like you cannot think about the future of your business or creating new products or new services when you are running from one task to another. Like sometimes I'm just trying, like it feels like I'm just trying to not let my hair catch on fire. I'm going so fast. And so I try to work on that by sticking to my schedule and having proper, like sticking to my deadlines, most importantly. Um, So put your tasks on your calendar or in your planner and kind of Try that on for size. How does this ideal work week look? And then try it. You know, maybe you can, don't wait till Monday. Try it tomorrow. Set a new schedule. And then once you have it all on your calendar, what I want you to do, and you can do this for just tomorrow or for the next week. um, Step number three is to take a look at your calendar and ask yourself how you can streamline your tasks. So now that you've got your ideal workday mapped out and you're taking a look at maybe your your week or your day, I want you to look and see where you can streamline. So in terms of marketing, this is called batching. Batching your, you can batch your content, you can batch your creation. So I, um, we have a client that we recently did this with. Oh my gosh, that seems so long ago, but I think it was like, end of last year must have been must have been so because we met at the web and I'm thinking like I haven't been to the web in 2020 so we looked at all of her business tasks right so she is a maker so a lot of what she does has to do with the creation of products the development part and so we started streamlining and we got her on a schedule so that now she releases six cents throughout the year so those are the cornerstone of her everything in her business revolve around those six cent releases and then from there we broke it down okay so when you when you release a cent what does it take to get to that point so you have to do scent development and then she she does that for the whole year and maps it out and then from there you know however many weeks away from the release she needs to pour the candles. She needs to let her email list know. She needs to let her wholesalers know. She needs to tease it on social media. She needs to print labels. She needs to put put the labels on the jars, make sure she has the jars. You know, there's an entire process that goes into 
her business. And so when we started looking at all of her individual business tasks, we were able to consolidate and streamline those tasks based on and because of creating a, a business process, the operational part. Um, so you don't have to go that far today, but just look at your schedule and ask yourself, where can you streamline your tasks? Where can you batch? If you are launching a podcast or a video series, can you one day write all the outlines for your podcast or your video? And then the next day, record the podcast or the videos. And then you're set. So I used to do that a month in advance. So I would spend one day drafting, creating four video outlines. And then the next day I would record for videos. And then the next day I would do the creative for the videos. So like the social media posts around them, the um, getting them ready to post on the website, things like that, uploading them to YouTube and scheduling them to release on a set day at the time I was releasing every Monday. Um, so you can, you know, asking yourself, like, can you record all of your podcasts at one time? Can you create all of your sense at one time? Can you, um, you know, can you do all of your numbers tracking at one time? So just look and see where you can streamline. There are lots of apps out there that can help you with this process. Don't overwhelm yourself with those right now. My suggestion is keep it basic. Use the scheduling tool you already use for yourself and your business, your planner, your calendar, whatever. Um, and get this and put it into that. And you can worry about social media apps and all of those scheduling tools down the line. Um, all right. That was number three. How can you streamline? And yeah, again, don't overwhelm yourself with the apps. Make sure you're mastering the basics before moving on to those things. And then number four, lastly, is to stick to your deadlines. So this is going to be really, really important, especially if you're not used to this schedule or your family is not used to it or your clients aren't used to it. So I would say sticking to your deadlines, but also communicating your deadlines are going to be the most important. So letting your clients know, I do not check my emails after five o'clock on weekdays. That's family time. Or I don't answer emails on the weekends. You can set those boundaries and expectations up front without feeling like a bitch about it and feeling like, oh my God, my clients are going to think I don't like them or I'm not doing my job. No, that's bullshit. Set boundaries with your clients. They will respect you for it. As long as you clearly communicate those things, that's when people get frustrated, when you don't clearly communicate your business boundaries. So this is a big one. Scheduling, our time. It's one of our most valuable resources. Let people know how best they can connect with you. I don't know if anyone's noticed, probably not, but I generally don't take appointments on Thursdays. Um, especially right now, my fiance is off. And so we've been working in the house together on Thursdays. I don't take appointments before nine o'clock or after one o'clock on Tuesdays because I'm, you know, on stepmom duty that day. So you can make your schedule work for you. You create your schedule. You choose how to spend your time. You choose when and where to spend your time. The most important thing here is that you, you get clear about that and what your ideal day and your ideal week looks like with your understanding of your life and your business. And then you figure out where you can streamline tasks and free up time in your day and also sticking to your deadlines, holding yourself accountable, cutting meetings off when they need to be 
um, <clears throat> letting your clients know about your business boundaries. Just communicate that. All right, guys, that's it for this week. I will be doing an IGTV video along with each episode of the next five podcast episodes in this series, which is Business Basics. In the meantime, you can reach out to me. Oh, sorry. At marketinguninhibited.com. You can find me on Instagram at marketinguninhibited, or you can send me an email at mrodriguez at marketinguninhibited.com. I love having feedback from you guys. That's feedback from somebody listening who is not, not yet a client is what um, gave me the inspiration for this series. So I hope you find this helpful and I will talk to you guys again soon.